2: Jesus speaking. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. Let's read this. There is no truth in him. Whoa. No truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. There's your DNA of the Person that's ruling
0: our world right now. Do you notice how easy it is for some people to lie, even to your face? Everyone just takes for granted that politicians, the people we entrust to run our governments, are mostly liars. Even clergymen are not immune from being looked at in this way. Pastor Mark will, in his teaching today, explain why this is the norm in this world. You'll hear about the originator of lies and the creator of truth and about the battle they're waging on the earth. You'll find out what your part in this war is, which side you were born into, and how and why you need to get on the winning side of the conflict. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Revelation as he continues his message, The Church That Jesus Designed.
2: are still in the book of Revelation, it's easy to find because it's the last book in the Bible. Just go right to the end, and we'll follow that through with you. Now, here's two keys I want you to focus on. Take a look. Truth and our future destination. That's what the whole service is about today. So let's say it together. Truth and our future destination. What is truth? Well, Truth is a fact that's accepted as true. Two plus two equals. Some of you, you didn't, you, you weren't long enough to get your iPad out to see what that is. Two is how much is two plus two? You know the ones that answers the new math people. It's still four. It doesn't matter. H two O is. Oh, praise God. That's a water molecule. The sun rises. And sets every day. (laughs) Can we have the guest services bring some espresso coffee (laughs) into these people today? Okay. Now, biblical truth is different truth. Biblical truth is different truth. Here it is. Biblical truth is that which is consistent with God and His Word. Now, the opposite of truth is untruth. Deception and lying. You know in our world, there's all kinds of crazy deceptions that happen. How many remember when you bought a can of beans? It was a can of beans. It was 16 ounces. And now you buy a can of beans and there's three beans at the bottom of the car. How many know what I'm talking about? How many remember Breyer's ice cream? Okay, let's take a look at the deception here. Here's the old version. Notice all natural ice cream. What is it? Vanilla ice cream and fudge toro. Now, notice you see down there, it's ice cream. Now, look at the new versions from Briars. Same picture, same exact thing, but what is it called? Frozen dairy dessert. Now, you can't hardly see it, so you pick it up, but what you have to understand, it looks exactly the right, and it is not natural flavor, it's vanilla flavor, and if you read the ingredients, you have to be a chemist. I have a pharmacy background. Some of those things, you'd never touch, but that's what makes it, ugh. frozen dairy dessert. Would you like a scoop of frozen dairy dessert? But look at the deception. There's no difference in the price. You just have to look closely. So, our whole world is kind of based on those kind of things. Why is that? Because Satan is the ruler of this world. Now, when you see Satan's DNA, most of you know this, but just look at this verse in John 8 44. Jesus speaking, you belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. Let's read this. There is no truth in him. Whoa. No truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. There's your DNA of the person that's ruling our world right now. Now, again, God's over them. But he is currently the God of this world. Now, if we contrast the DNA of Satan, who's a liar, we're going to contrast God who cannot lie. Take a look. Don't write this down. It's, not, it's just for your memory to understand what truth is. Now, here it is. Titus 1-2 says that God cannot lie. Why? Because he's truth. Say it with me. Truth. Here's the trinity. John 14, 6. Jesus is the, come on, truth. truth. Here's the Holy Spirit, third person in the Trinity, John 14. Jesus says the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. truth. And that should be easily the next one. You understand this. Jesus says this in John 17. God's word is truth. Now, why do I don't even need to do that? Because who wrote the Bible? No, yes, but got to define it more. The Holy Spirit did. So if the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and he wrote the Bible, I don't have to tell you this is all true. Do you know many churches do not believe this is all true? And you'll see how Satan lies and deceives and confuses people. His goal, steal, kill, and destroy. Now we're doing this overview of the book of Revelation today. And you're going to see a battle between truth and lies and deception during the tribulation. And then I'm going to relate it back to our current time right now. So let's turn in your Bibles. Last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. Good to hear those Bibles turning. Now remember, when the tribulation started, no believers went into the tribulation. That seven-year period. Why? Because all Christians were already raptured and went to heaven. So there's no believers that go into the tribulation. But God still had a heart for the people that went into the tribulation. Because either they never heard the gospel before the tribulation started, or they might have been in church, but they rejected becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. So watch what God did. We told you three things that God did with a heart. Number one, he spoke to the Jewish people, and 144,000 Jews, 12,000 from each tribe, became Christians. Why? Because they realized that the Antichrist was absolutely deceptive, and it wasn't Jesus Christ. So they came, and they started going throughout all the world sharing the gospel. And then, remember, there were two prophets that God sent down. They did supernatural things, and they were witnessing to the people about the one true God. And then last, here we are in verse 6. This is an angel. Then I saw another angel flying in midair. And he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. And this angel said in a loud voice, Fear God, not the Antichrist, respect God, and give him glory. Because the hour of judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. So, remember, God sent this angel with the gospel, the good news, to all people. And supernaturally, that was just a miracle that Jesus had mentioned in the book of Matthew then this would exactly happen. He shared, this angel shared God's truth to everybody. And of course, all those people were unbelievers. Now, they would have a choice whether to accept the gospel or reject it. Now, when we saw that happening, the angel basically would have said to them, here's truth. You, you, you understand most of you have been deceived. Here's truth. There's one Savior. There's one God. Worship him. And it's a clear picture to us of God's love for lost people. Why? Well, the scripture tells us it isn't God's will that any person perish. You'll hear that word later. Any person be separated from God. But he wants every person to come to the salvation through Jesus Christ. Because he created you. To spend time with him forever in heaven. That's God's will. So that's the heart of God. Now, as that goes on, we see another angel. Look at Revelation 14, verse 9. And look at me just for a moment. You're going to see something different here. This angel has a warning. A warning. And he says this. Who will you worship? Who will you worship? Now, why is that important? Take a look at this next statement. When God created us, he created every single human being, notice, to worship someone or something. Of course, he created man to worship him, the one true God. And you and I will worship something or someone. Sometimes the worst thing we can do is worship ourselves. We're selfish. We want to do our thing, not interested in God. But this angel is going to give a warning. Now watch this. Look at verse 9. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand... Now, I want you to show you a picture of what Amazon just did recently. When the Antichrist comes, let me just remind you that if you receive a mark on your hand or if you receive the mark on your forehead, how many of you have a pet and they have a little kind of thing under their skin here that they can be followed, you can find them? How many know what I'm talking about? Okay, Let me ask you a question. Does Alexa know where you are? If you have Alexa in your home, they know where you. Does Google know where you are. Does Google know what you spend? Does Google know what your specialties are? Yes. Well, the Antichrist is going to make it worse, because you're going to have a mark on you, either on your hand or on your forehead, and that means you are worshiping the Antichrist. If you don't have it, remember what we learned? You can't buy, and you can't sell. You can't have anything during those seven years. So here is what just came out yesterday. Now, there's numbers of organizations in our world that already put chips in people, in case you don't know that. And that mostly is for work. It's not the Antichrist. It's to get into work. You just have that. Oh, I forgot my badge. No, you don't have to worry about your badge. You got it right in your hands right here. Well, remember what the Antichrist does? One world government and one world religion and one world economy. Look what Amazon's doing. Now, I'm not saying don't shop at Amazon. Don't email me. Lord, help me. Here's what you need to see no. Look at this idea. Amazon's trying out hand-scanning payment system. It's the same principle. You don't have the mark of the Antichrist? You can't buy or sell. whoop. whoop. There it is. Now, what happens when this angel says this? If you receive this mark on your hand... What's going to happen to you? Well, look it. He says, if you choose not to worship the one true God, but you decide to worship the Antichrist or his image, or you receive the mark on your forehead and on your hand, here's what will happen to you. Look at verse 10. We're right there in Revelation 14, 10. You, if you do that, you too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of wrath, you will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of the torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast, the Antichrist, Satan, and his image, or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. So this angel's message from God reminds the people there's going to be a consequence and it starts with hell if you worship anyone or anything other than the one true God. So here's what he's saying. Hell is a real place with eternal and conscious punishment. Now here's the big deal. Our decisions determine our destination. Our decisions determine our destination. That's exactly what this angel says. Now, remember, the first angel gave the gospel. Many millions of people that were unbelievers became believers because of that gospel. They came to serve God. But many had not yet. So God sends a warning to these people. If you turn down my first offer, and you decide to worship the Antichrist anyway, you're going to suffer. Why did God send this warning? Well, let me give you an illustration. You're new parents, and you have a child, and they're two years old, and you buy them for their birthday a bicycle with the training wheels on. Some of you as adults had to take them off your bike and... Put them on because you're still riding with a trainer wheel, <laughs> and you live in a neighborhood. And of course, we all live either in a apartment or homes or whatever, and there's streets. Now, why would you warn your young child don't ride the bike in the? Street. Why would you do that? Because you hate your child, right? <laughs> why would Tim, why, why would you tell your child that? Because you what? You love them. Now, if someone said you love the bike, you got it wrong. (laughs) Am I right? Is that a stupid illustration? No, it's a perfect illustration. You tell someone that child of yours, we love you. We want to save you. We don't want you to get hurt. Don't go in the street. Now, why did God send the second angel? Exactly the same thing. I don't want you in hell. I love you. I didn't create hell for you. I created it for Satan and the demons. So please, accept my offer. Choose me. Don't choose yourself to worship. Don't choose other people to worship. Don't choose the enemy to worship. Does it make sense to you? So here is another. The first one was he sent the message of the gospel. We get that, the love of God. But some people go, I knew it. I knew it. That's your God again. Just punishing people, sending people to hell. Number one mistake, God sends nobody to hell. Remember, you make the decision. You choose your destination. God didn't do that. You do it. If you end up there, by the way, why were the people in the tribulation? Because they refused salvation before that. It was their choice. So God says, no, I love you too much. I'm going to lovingly warn you. By the way, the Scriptures filled with warnings. Why? Because God loves us. He's the only one that knows how to do life right. And sometimes we don't listen to him. Now, here's something very interesting. Look at verse 12. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints. He's talking to people who became believers during the tribulation who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. This warning reminds believers, people that have already come to Christ, to be patient and to trust God. Now, why would this angel say, you have to be patient and have endurance to remain faithful? Why would he say that? He's saying this. During the tribulation, you're going to have to hold fast to what decision you made. You put your worshiping to God. Just hold fast. That confession of faith refused to worship anyone or anything else. Now, why would he write that? Because when they refuse the mark of the beast, most of those Christians will be martyred for Christ. They'll be murdered. So he says, you made the right decision, but you're going to have to persevere in your faith. Can I say that's true for all of our churches today? Satan is after you. He'll try to get you sidetracked a million ways. Remain faithful. That's why we teach the word of God. Do you realize today there's so many Christians in our world that are dying for Christ every single year? Thousands and thousands of them. You know, I've gone to India for like almost 30 years. And I see what's happening there. You understand what's happening. I can't go back to China anymore. That's what's happening. They're imprisoning them. They're killing them. India, you see that. I just read an article the other day. I can't even tell you. I know the truth. I, I can't tell you what they did. But they said to a pastor in a little village, that's where they mostly minister, little villages, there's like 1.3 billion people there. And the town came to them and said, you'll stop preaching the gospel or we're going to talk to you and will bring something you don't like i can't tell you what it was i told my wife and she said don't say it i won't say it one of the most horrible things you can think didn't happen to him happened to his family now you see that's not new this started years ago in old testament we see the same thing remember all the things that happened there well that's satan He just loves to do this. So the angel goes, now, you you made the right choice. Hold on. Be faithful to Jesus. Don't worship anyone or anything else. I think it's just a challenge for us. Can I ask you this question? Who are you worshiping? See, you have to answer that. Who are you? Who am I worshiping? And that's really what the angel is trying to say to all of us here. Now, look at verse 13. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Now he writes that because he knows many of those people are going to die. So he says this, Blessed, in spite of the tragedy, in spite of the pain, the suffering, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Now here it is, very simply written, The Bible is filled with contrast, light, dark, good, evil, you name it, whatever, Satan, God, and you see the contrast. Look at this, contrast. Christ followers will die, who die, of course, even today, doesn't matter whether it's the tribulation or not, will experience rest and reward in heaven, while unbelievers will experience eternal torment and punishment in hell. There's your contrast. There's the two options. When you die, there's only two destinations. You don't go into the ground, and that's it. There's no such thing as purgatory. That's totally unbiblical. You don't come back, as some of the Asian countries believe, that you can be reborn again as something else. Sorry, absent from the body, present with the Lord, Pointed unto men to die once, and then the judgment. No, there's only two places your destination will be. Heaven with God hell separated from God. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't like that. I don't care whether you like it or not. I don't like it either. But God went, that's it. He's all true. Now, you have a lot of people that don't agree with that. Well, they're wrong. That's because they're listening to Satan and not to truth.
0: Today, Pastor Mark talked about the trickery that you see every day how foods and other products are described to hide what they really are and how harmful they might be for you. He then used that to teach that the system of this world is itself deceitful. It tells you that this world is all there is, so you'd better get all yours now. But the truth is far different from that. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue his teaching the church that Jesus designed. You'll hear about the end times and the judgments of God. Pastor Mark will be talking about the mark of the beast and the eternal danger there is in accepting the rule of Antichrist. You'll be shown the reasoning for God's judgment on the earth and why he'll be so harsh. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne.
1: In a hurry